passionate about all things creative. This podcast is about talking to all kinds of artists, how and the why they create. I'm talking to painters, poets, actors, musicians, novelists, clothing designers, leather makers, jewelers, potters, and oh, sometimes there's wine involved. This week we're speaking with Wendy Van Riesen from Dahlia Drive. Now on to episode number seven. Okay, I would like to welcome Wendy Van Reason, owner and designer of Dahlia Drive. Welcome to Creatives Uncorked. And today we're not drinking wine, we're drinking tea. So I have some some delicious black tea. What are you drinking? I'm drinking some serenity tea. Can't you tell? Can you not tell? I'm blissed out. Here's my (laughs) grandma's grandma's teacup I'm holding. My nerves are shot. I need serenity tea. I was going to say you need some black tea. Cheers. All right. With it's little flowers. Pink with little white flowers, ch- bone china. So it's very delicate. People don't cherish these things like they yeah, used to. It's got a crack to. in it. Oh, it's got a crack in it. Staffordshire. Yes, I was thinking, uh, we've been breaking china lately. And I'm thinking because I, I have this fireplace and I want to put tiles down. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking a bridge is breaking up all the china and using it. It's a fine idea. I only use it first. That's a great maybe idea. Maybe after this interview, I'll have lots. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do lots of opas. <laughs> Opa! <laughs> okay. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Who needs wine? We'll just drink tea and throw china against the wall. Yeah. That's a good idea. I love it. That's right. Okay. So, so Miss right. Wendy, just going back, I have known you for a while. I knew I first met you when you were an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And you did. That's right. Um, you were an actor stage. Did, did you do some film too? Yes. yes. Oh, you want me to talk about it? Yeah. Well, well I worked first. with your husband. We knew each other because we had kids. Right. Too, right. Mm-hmm. I can't That's remember right. where we first met, but That's my husband right. also worked for uh, in Calgary at Loose Moose. Did he? So I was, and then I was an improviser. Okay. Yeah. He made the big moose with the Kidding. big puppet. Oh my gosh. I did no. not know that. So loose moose for people that don't know, because we're we're doing an improv thread in the next few episodes here. Um, is is the original theater sports company in Canada it, that originated in Calgary under the guidance of Keith Johnston? Will be somebody I'm interviewing very soon. So that's very cool. Yeah. So you were an improviser, and you also went on to do Second City, then didn't you? That was I did. Yeah. So what was that, that like? Was an did expo. Yes. Yeah. It was fine. It was not a great experience for me. I mean, it was okay. a great gig. We were in Toronto yeah. for a while and then we came here. But, you know, uh, those improvisers were different than the theater sports kind of improvisers. Yeah. And they were much more into the sort of the blow line. They mm-hmm. called me, they called me the consomme actress. <laughs> <laughs> sort of thin and, and arty and it kind of would hold the scene all together because I was a scene player. So they liked me to be in their scenes mm-hmm. so that they could look good pretty much. <laughs> Well, that's why I stand beside you. <laughs> oh, yes. well, at this you point make everyone life... look good, Wendy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so how long did, when did you decide that acting wasn't the jam anymore or that you wanted to pursue something else besides I, act? I kind of all, kind of always knew that, um, yeah. but it sort of was a good gig to have with children because I was, because mm-hmm. I stayed, I was mostly a stay-at-home mom. So I could have mm-hmm. these little gigs and still feel like I was, had another identity. 
I got a lot of mileage out of saying, well, what do you do? I'm an actress, you know? And then everybody right. just, their mind is just filled with other things, right? Of, mm -hmm. of wonder. Whereas mm -hmm. I wasn't really that satisfied. And mm -hmm. so, um, but I did win a Jesse, which was mm -hmm. great. And that was kind of the last thing I did. I think I did, which was nice because I enjoyed doing that. Mm -hmm. But then we took this trip to um, Alaska for three months. Wow. And on that trip, I realized that, uh, yeah, I was done. It was done with it. It was so clear to me yeah. out there in that beautiful landscape there was something really? else to be done I came back and I went to school textile art school and, oh, and while I was going there I realized that I didn't want to tell anybody other people's stories anymore I wanted yeah. to tell my own stories okay. and, and I didn't want to do them in a public forum anymore like a gallery I wanted yeah. to be one-on-one -on -one, so that's why I did what I did. So textile, so your path went to fashion then? Yeah, with well, because I was trying to find a way that wasn't wasn't going to be in a museum or, or an art gallery, right? Because mm -hmm. that felt more like theater, mm -hmm. right? Sort of presentational. Also, I was mostly into, started off mostly interested in slips and things. Yes. And so yes. um, mostly using old things, not because of environmental reasons, although it ended up being environmental, but mostly yes. because probably things that reminded me of my mother probably were really? kind of where it started. Yeah, really female forms, so beautiful. And uh, I remember well. those. I remember those. Now. And you got it. I remember seeing them at the Vancouver Art Gallery shop. So yeah. I, wasn't that during the uh, Leonardo da Vinci exhibition? That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And you so, was it silk screening you did on these yeah. slips? Yeah. And I did Leonardo's bones on them. And then they, they also hired me to do a number of t-shirts. So I did. Mm. Yeah, that was a big gig. And where does the name Delia Drive come from? That was the street of my childhood in oh. California. Oh, <laughs> that's really sweet. Yeah, no, I love it. Oh, that's nice. So now the work that you do now, and I have I have two of your current pieces. I'm I'm just waiting for COVID to be over so I can wear them again. Because <laughs> the cats and my husband, they don't even <laughs> give me a second look. <laughs> so the work that you're doing now, the fabric that it's printed on, the, so that you're still doing silk screened imagery. Yeah. And the fabric that it's printed on is is a sheer. Yeah, curtain shears. Originally, they were real yeah. curtain shears because in my search for slips mm -hmm. and in my desire to maybe utilize more things than just slips, I realized there was a plethora of curtain shears in mm. secondhand stores. Really? So I bought those. And then instead of the dyeing I like to do the best is dispersed dyes, that versus yeah. pigment dyes. So the, most of the slips were pigment on top of them, but some of them I would paint onto paper and then I wrap the image around the slip and then heat oh. press it. Oh. So when I got the curtain shears, I made them into structures first. Okay. Then I would paint the painting and silk screen and then oh. I would fold it onto the fabric. So the ones oh. you have, they're yeah. paintings that are yeah. pinned onto the to our already made garment. So it's not, I've never really worked with yardage. Oh, wow. That is so cool. No, and I love telling people that these used to be drapes. <laughs> I just think it's so wonderful. It's such a, uh, yes, because it does tie in with reuse and recycle. I think that's a great part of the story, that's but nice. it's such a beautiful sheer. It's so elegant. Like I think I've got a few oh, yeah. kimono shapes, which are very flattering to all kinds of women yeah they've been very absolutely and that was one of my goals was well, because the shears too if you think about it they were originally put in the windows of, of houses right mm -hmm. to to diffuse a viewer's uh, glimpse into your house so the same way that they're go on to women they kind mm -hmm. of you're you you still see the silhouette of the of your house inside of them mm -hmm. but outside is the 
this dancing of this image or whatever. I, I see the people that shows your shape, but not your lunch. Don't you think that's a great tagline? <laughs> shows your shape, but not your lunch. <laughs> that's a good tagline. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Do you work with other? Well, it's not a great selling line. No, me. no, you have a great one at the. At, at, what's your tagline for the business? It now it's bodies of art. Bodies of it art. It used to be resurrecting the fashion wasteland. Yeah, I love that because it was all, all old garments. But mm -hmm. now, I uh, because I use curtain shears as well. It's mm -hmm. sort of not really a fashion wasteland, and mm -hmm. some of some of the shears I use are bolt ends, so mm -hmm. they're they were going to be shears but mm -hmm. they were in the wrong dye lot. Okay. Do you still just use the shears because then you can see the imagery from both sides? Is Do you use other materials besides shears? That's right. What's right? <laughs> um, I, right now I'm making puffy coats. And so I'm not using see-through. I'm using recycled sportswear, ripstop polyester oh. on them. Oh, cool. On the, on the, I cut the pieces and then yeah. I print on them. And then okay. I sandwich them together with puffy stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I quilt them and then mm -hmm. I sew them all together. So that's wow. the first time I've sort of done yardage. Wow. I've seen one of your quilted pieces. Those are cool. Just beautiful. Oh. Do you have people sewing for you? Do you work? How does it work with your business? Because I know you've done big shows to get the word out there to, to sell the work. So how do you make this much? I mean, do you have other yes, people? I mean, that's all sewing. Sewing. Yeah. They do the sewing. So I do get, I have, so people sew the pieces together. Right. So I have quite a few now, right? But I have no place to sell them. I don't make very much money anyway. Mm -hmm. And I really don't make money if I sell wholesale. Mm -hmm. So I've mm -hmm. all my living is going to, to live shows, which are canceled. Yeah. So, yeah. So this year has been nothing. Yeah. So how long have you been creating the work for? How long has Delia Drive been around? Oh, since 2007. Yeah. So almost, yeah, almost 15 years. Yeah. I just love it. Like the wearable art. I really love it. Last year, I uh, I had a show in Victoria and I wore one of your pieces when I met Bonnie Henry. And it was just I like, I felt like a I queen that. with that piece. That I just loved it. Yes. You look grand. Anyways, so are you planning on growing the business more? What's your view of, of where you want to take Delia Drive after COVID? Yeah, not really sure about that. I'm trying to get a, I got some money from the government. So I feel obliged to spend that. So I'm going to get a website going. I have quite a few blank pieces still, mm. like just sitting around. I feel I should utilize that. I do do an indigenous line of Reg Davidson's work and yeah. there's a, there'll be a show in a year up in Juneau. That'll be the oh. second time I've gone to that. And that's been a really successful show. And probably my most enjoyable shows have been for indigenous people who have felt that they're, well, there's nothing light, sort of light mm -hmm. and feminine for them to wear with, you know, with, with any uh, indigenous artwork on them. And so Reg, Reg is quite well known up there. And so, um, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they were a big hit. Yeah. I'd like so to you partnered with him to put his designs on your pieces. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're really, they're really stunning. They're really beautiful. Well, thanks, thanks. Yeah, Amy. and it's yeah, not really just. Like that. Oh yeah, so and you go and do a big, big show in Juneau, Alaska. Yeah, that's so cool. And then you sell from directly from that show, I guess. But yeah, they set up oh. a room and we could sell. There were like five thousand people. Wow, come from all over for that huge celebration. It's called. 
and all it is is dancing all it is is dancing the whole time and then this oh. one fashion show oh and, so, and it's, it's a wonderful it's an amazing event because yeah. everybody's involved old and young and they're just all dancing and drumming and yeah oh and, and your work is so perfect for that because it's very flowing and 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 yeah it's perfect for dance oh yeah so they're most when they're dancing in their they're mostly wearing regalia oh their, sure their own regalia regalia but yeah. it does give i mean what reggie wanted was to create a clothing that w- that women could wear mm-hmm. when it's and not be heavy regalia mm-hmm. right so well, some of these pieces can be found at circle craft on granville island because i know i've seen them there and, and they so that's if someone wants to have a direct contact with those pieces with the reg davidson yeah, pieces absolutely. yeah and some of, some of my other line too is there as well yeah right sure. on yeah. granville island that's and then do you have them on a website right now well i have them on etsy through my okay. website you can find them on etsy i have a few okay. pieces there okay and i'm just doing a new photo shoot in april uh, well, today this is April, but yeah. April coming up soon. I'm doing another photo shoot for my new website. Okay, which hopefully will be up sometime in May, maybe. Oh, that's exciting! I buy clothing online now. That's just the way it is, and it you know it, it during this time of staying at home. So yeah, I ordered something yesterday for the fashion show to wear underneath the cl- uh-huh. some of my clothes, and it yeah. came today. Yeah, I ordered it yesterday. I live in Pell River. Came yeah, today I was like. So, so fashion still thrills you, like doing doing that kind of wearable art. I'm not as this was going to be my last year mm. of shows because I was kind of growing a little bit tired of the big shows, mm-hmm. and so I was thinking I was just going to go into painting. Mm. So, so that was my next thing. Painting be, in in what acrylics oils? Both probably. I oh. like them both. I like I really like oils, but. I think yeah. acrylics are yeah I'm a, my husband built me a brand new easel for Christmas and oh. so I got a little room and I think I'm more interested I, I was worried about not being able to sell my work right and mm-hmm. um, now I'm not so worried about not being able to sell my work mm-hmm. I think that's what that's been the gift of COVID yeah that it's, it's mostly about the doing of something that's yes. important it's not about the accolades not that it was ever about the accolades but it was something about that relationship of of selling to people and them getting excited and me getting excited about their excitement and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and now I realize that that was been wonderful but mm-hmm. maybe I don't need that maybe I can just just paint it is Somehow. really hard to to include commerce in creativity. That's what I've, I'm constantly guarding again. And, and I, and I struggle quite a bit, you know, sometimes, you know, you're, you have an inspiration and then you go, Oh, but is it saleable? Well, <laughs> you might as well just throw that idea away because as soon as you, as soon as you balance that with that kind of concern, it's never, those two lines will never come together because yeah. that's not what inspiration is. It's no, the door, it's kind of like you cl- you shut that door or you shut that window all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Of wherever that could possibly go. Yeah. I mean, and I've never, the reason I'm really skeptical about the website, most people are used to seeing something and then they want what they saw, yeah. right? And I'm not interested in repeating myself <laughs> at all. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, so how do you say, you know, you might like this. It's not going to look just like this. I, I could yeah. probably make it the same color. Yeah. Right. And the same gesture, but after that, similar to, to this. Yeah. You, yeah. You have to want it mm-hmm. for a different reason. And I'm, I'm not sure that that will work online. Yeah. Because you, well, you've got to serve your passion. You've got to serve the passion. Yeah. 
or else what's the point? So yeah. that worked for me when I was only doing live shows because I could make whatever I wanted and I just took what I had. I've always sold everything. So mm -hmm. I'm lucky that way, mm -hmm. right? I mean, mm -hmm. some pieces are better than others. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about it. But mm -hmm. they've all sold. So, um, but I, if I don't, if I don't take it there, or or what it takes is just to constantly updating your website with yes. new imagery. That's but, that's, know, that's, that, yeah. that, that's hard too because oh, yeah. you need a model to make it look clothing. Oh look good. sure, right. And then, right. Have, then you have to have a shoot each time. The shoots right. are expensive. Yeah. Well, can you put it something on a hanger and, and just say, and this is this week's piece? I think that's possible. Mm -hmm. Or get your husband to model it, you know. Oh, that'll sell great. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> and just like, think it'll how good it'll look on you. <laughs> <laughs> this could make a big hairy man look good. Well, <laughs> well you're, you're in luck. I, I just love the the idea of yeah wearable art and fashion. I've always been interested in fashion because my mom was a, a designer early on in her life. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And then but she never carried it through, but she always was very she always had a great eye for putting clothing together. And then yeah, when you put one of your pieces on, you don't have to wear anything else. Although I've found no, if you don't wear something <laughs> underneath because <laughs> they're sheer. Well, people will say to me, please only had to tell me once. <laughs> people would say to me so what am I wear with this and I says well you know you you choose your audience you know it depends on your audience <laughs> you're gonna wear really that's what you have to decide oh and how do you decide what you what kimonas you've made they're sort of like accordion pants how would you describe them they're or they're Please. with yes and I call them piano pants because when you print on them they kind of open up like white keys and then the black yeah. most of my inspirations are from either Japanese kind of mm -hmm. traditional wear or those were probably for, for, more from the 40s a kind mm -hmm. of a, a high-waisted uh like a palazzo pants they came mm -hmm. back in the 70s i think i wore palazzo pants too yeah, yeah. i remember palazzo pants yeah for sure it was sort of my own interest in yeah for mm -hmm. sure i definitely i didn't look out into the world but it did but like even with the slips it was interesting that slips were really mm -hmm. trendy there for a while right mm -hmm. when I was first started to make them I don't do as many anymore because I was more interested in the painting and the larger canvas mm -hmm. so that's mm -hmm. why I like the larger canvas of the, of the sheer pieces yeah because yeah. there's more area to work with so you feel um creatively this is serving your creative muse right now but now you also have the intention of moving into painting because yes. now then that's totally different because that that is something you put on a wall you look at it you're not wearing it so what's the intrigue with painting as opposed to what you're putting on fabric for someone to wear well for me i think it would be you know it's more like so i'm 66 now so things are a little bit more um inward looking for me now Mm -hmm. probably i mean fashion is not as big an issue for for me right mm -hmm. i'm thinking that i'm i struggle with being in the fashion industry okay there's not value in um especially in the indigenous work that because i feel like i'm an educator at the same time because i have lived up in masset 
to yeah. tell the stories of my experience there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a value, but we really don't need more clothing, more things to wear, right? Yeah. And there is right. a huge waste in the in industry. Yes. And I do think that the pieces that I'm selling are going to be more designed more as legacy pieces than they are as yeah. quick trash. But yeah. I struggle with that. One of the things I miss a little bit of, although I love the layering uh, aspect, the uh, work that I do in the clothing, I love texture. So mm. I think that what I really be interested in on canvas is mm -hmm. going to be more the texture of like the of oils and mm -hmm. paints. I really, really enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, and I won't, perhaps I'm um, mature enough to not worry about having to not only not sell it, but not even have a, a big showing of it that it's just oh, okay just doing the work we'll see do yes not casting forward saying this is the end result you're actually it's going to be more in the moment with your painting and see where it goes see where yeah. the path leads yeah yeah absolutely yeah but, that's yeah. a great place to be it's a really well, it, great and that's a lucky be. place to be yeah yes I, it is indeed yeah. it is yeah, there's yeah. a real privilege to be able to do it yeah basically but also just mentally too like it's it, Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. If you're, I remember being up in Massett and this guy was selling, he had a drinking issue. So to make money, he would take little things and paint on them. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he'd sell them. So he sold me like a Pringles lid with an indigenous hummingbird on it oh. okay, for 10 bucks. <laughs> and, and I remember in my blog that I was writing at the time, it's like, well, what is art? I mean, the story that he had was a great story. It's not about anybody yeah. in the shishi world sort of acknowledging right yeah it's a yeah. form of expression granted so he could have money to buy something to drink but it's like yeah. so who who are we to judge yeah. why people make what they make so, yeah uh, yeah it would be yeah. very humbling to come to a place where that just creating is a value yeah just creating is is enough yeah yeah yeah. Well, that's what I'm learning from interviewing all these different types of creators. It's like there's there's a lots of different motivations, but the the singular motivation for everybody is the need to create. Like it it's something that everybody feels that push forward that they have to do for well-being. I mean, sometimes it does mm -hmm. a means to an end and it does pay the rent, but it's still that needing to do something that makes you understand yourself. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. I never even considered myself to be an artist until I started to, yeah, until I was, I was edited in the practice of the work. Yes. And the shows and, and the people all helped me get there. So I'm not dissing at all the need to make a living from it because no, that no. was part of the practice. Right. No. And practice. you're lucky like, if you can make practice. a living from it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That was, but the practice was the, the gift in the yes. end. And now realizing that I've got that practice. Yeah. Right? And I've got a wealth from doing it even, well, I mean, I guess I could even put my acting career into that same bin, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Can I, can I apply it in a different way? Mm -hmm. Just, just to do it. Yeah. Just to do it. That's what we just keep doing until the very end. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. This is just peeling, slow peeling off of, I mean, that was, uh, I was at uh, the, I love folk festivals too, because I like the people, because I like, I like not being the focus of why people come. I yeah. like being part of the event and then yeah. they find something that represents the event. So mm -hmm. like the, the circle craft market's okay, but I, yeah. I love being part of a mu of music. Okay. And, and just being a sideline. It's like, yeah. oh, I want something to remember this experience by, right? Yeah. So people yeah. will come back every year to buy a new piece. 
And that, yeah. uh, that, that I really uh, enjoyed. It's not just about buying. It's about a whole event of being yeah. part of. But last year I was there, or two years ago now, and I was wearing these glasses. They're not as fancy as some of my other glasses. I got some new glasses. They're red, Elaine. They're fantastic. <laughs> but anyway, I got these here. People and the, people said, why are your glasses just not as sparky as usual, right? And I said, yeah, yeah. well, I haven't dyed my hair either. I said, I'm just trying to peel off all the layers to see how many layers I can get rid of and still be me. Uh-huh. Right? So that's, yeah. that's part yeah. of that. For me, that's part of that same creative thing that you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, so I, yeah. So I was in a magazine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we, well, let's get rid of that one. Right. Yeah. You know, we, these are, that didn't these are do accomplishment. it. That, this doesn't yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. The glasses, no. And the hair, no. I'm just going to just peel off all of these pieces and then right. see. And that an interesting exercise in and of itself. Yeah. The peeling back the layers. So what have you found so far? How many layers do you think you have to go? <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's probably oh, a couple man. of thousand. Yeah, I, I got to go get some of that. I mean, come on. Why not? At least. Yeah. And each one's a thin, like a curtain shear. Yeah. It's <sighs> a diaphorous. You know, it's just slowly. Yeah. And then we'll, and then we'll die. Look. <laughs> there you go. Perfect, <laughs> perfect circle. So you're saying the shears are like, how perfect is that? Perfect circle to the end, perfect circle to the end of the interview. Your shears are one of the layers you peel back and then you die. Oh, yes. I know. Then, then you, you use it as a shroud. Oh, happy day. <laughs> with, your, with your own imprint on it. Yeah, right. see? Yeah, yeah. heavy, cool, heavy. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad we're only drinking tea. <laughs> You know what, but Elaine, I'm just thankful to um been able to grow old. Yes. I'm just thankful. I mean, I'm yeah. not even really that old yet. There's older than I'm I am. No, really? <laughs> I'm very yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more serenity tea. Yeah, what, yeah, I know. What a great thing. Yeah, so lucky. So lucky to be getting I older mean, and being creative. Absolutely. My put all my creative inner energy into those kids. Oh man, that was exhausting. I'm really glad I lived up raising children. Oh, raising children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. What a what a journey that was. Yeah. And so yeah. And and, and I'm grateful. So I'm grateful. I don't have kids anymore. Yeah. No, no kids here. I mean, I have kids, but not little kids. Little you know, kids. Not, not 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 ankle biters endlessly. No, but you have grandchildren now. Yeah, they're the best. That they're they're the best. I love them so much. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's more. You know what? It's also it's you're not responsible for them. Mm -hmm. The weight of of being responsible. I think I took that job maybe too seriously because really uh, I fed my kids a lot of great food and mm -hmm. now they pretty much smoke and drink and do you know what I mean? Like like <laughs> what was that all about? Shit. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was. I thought I love them. I, <laughs> it's just that they're not. All that work was from for me. Not right. That's yeah. what I didn't realize that it was all about. That was all about me, right? All that Patient. good living was for you, and yes. and hopefully it was going to rub off in the kid. Yeah, and then yeah. In the end, maybe maybe not. Maybe not. But it doesn't yeah. matter. They're still great. But yeah. it's just anyway. So being a grandparent is great because I, I'm not responsible for them. <laughs> 
Right? You can I, ruin I, them and give them back. I, I, yeah, I could just be me. I don't have to think about what the long term of where they're going and how they get there. I can let the, my children worry about that. Mm-hmm. So that that's their job. So mm-hmm. they could be doing something that I completely don't agree with, but it doesn't matter because it's not my job. You know, when you juggle knives like that, that <laughs> might be something. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. <laughs> oh, your, dad, your dad said that was okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, good to know. Okay, grandparenting 2.0. Okay. 2.0. It's more that you can look at them uh, as like you're a newborn. Yeah. Right? With these fresh eyes of not feeling, oh my gosh, what if, what have I got myself into? It's sort of like, (laughs) you've already done that. You've already done that. Yeah. Now you can just enjoy them. Isn't that lovely? Oh, that's wonderful. Well, okay. On that note, uh, we'll wrap up, but I want to thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on creating with me for asking me it was wonderful and so your new website is going to be when is okay. it going to, okay, going let's, to be let's say june june okay okay so coming up in june and in the meantime where can people find you oh etsy or and you can look dahlia drive up it's just that it's run slow okay but they could just call me should i put my number out sure go ahead okay 604-789-5848 there it is yeah, dahlia just... drive direct line wow that's pretty great. So, okay. So be prepared for lots of phone calls. <laughs> That's exciting. So thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you in person once we both have our vaccines. Oh my gosh. Woohoo. Yes. I've had my first one. Well, I can hardly wait to hug you. Me too. Thanks, awesome. Wendy. Thanks, Lovely my friend. to see you. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. That is a wrap of Wendy's incredible designs, you can check out her current website, which is Dahlia Drive, D-A-H-L-I-A Drive, D-R-I-V-E.com. And just be aware that her brand new website should be up and running by June. Stay tuned next week for another incredible conversation. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, creativity is intelligence having fun.